Welcome everyone to week 14 of the official UE podcast for game 121. I am your host, Terry, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow uh, Lurgy inmate, Daryl. How's it going, mate? <laughs> going fucking rough, mate. That's where it's going. <laughs> uh, me, me and Daryl are officially on the COVID hit list. We are. I, uh, yeah. Mate, I literally mate. licked nightclub floors in Blackpool. Didn't catch it. And yet I get oh, it from my six year old daughter. Like, I'm uh, yeah, assuming it's worse. Because she had a fucking temperature Friday and I saw her Friday night and she's fine. And I'm literally been on my ass since Sunday night. So yeah. yeah you know what? Like, my, my boys had it for like. But they're still they're still technically positive, but they were like ill for two days, and then they're bouncing around today. Yeah, like my daughter yeah. had the temperature Friday, <laughs> and that's it. She, she's back to normal. I've literally been with whores in Blackpool for fuck's sake and not got it. Like how, how does it work? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyway, well, uh, oh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Also joining us as our fellow panelist and uh, partially lurgy, partially, but not not necessarily COVID though yet. Nathan, He's a Tottenham fan, how goes there? <laughs> evening Jeff. evening Jeff. Going, we yeah we sound we sound brilliant tonight don't we yeah don't we ever <laughs> don't we ever i don't know some people might like the, the the gruff voices mate you know what i mean there might be some little lurkers out there it might be you know yeah but they're not really out to it they're well, not yeah, they might be finding daryl say can you tell us those stories with that voice again <laughs> 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 Uh, and we're joined tonight by a very special guest for another manager interview, uh, none other than Lecce's manager, John Punter. How's it going, mate? I'm all right, mate. How's you? Well, yeah. rough by the sounds of a late, bud. But commitment, uh, uh, commitment. Commitment. Commitment to Professionals the to the last professional. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to, uh, you know, snort back at the moment. So I sound like you know, a mirror on a little night out, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, let's just let's jump into it. We'll do a normal, uh, and then we'll yeah, we we'll have a little chat with you, with you, John. Um, but obviously, let's start start with the normal. John, how did you get on this week? Um, yeah, I did all I did all right again this week. Um, got a two two one win, I think it was. Um, and it keeps the run going. I think I've got I think I've eight unbeaten now, so going up the table at last. So see where that takes us. But yeah, it was a good it was a good win for Lecce. Um West Brom got beat and Sydney Sydney N won as well. So yeah, decent week. Decent week. Yeah, I was gonna say you've got a set of, I didn't know um, West Brom about a new set of and I was gonna ask you about that. So that's that yeah. sounds like quite a good week. How about yourself, yeah. Mr. Callow? Uh well Tondela Tondela won three two. I think we got a little Standard. bit fortunate. Yes, he could say that, but yeah, um, I think we had a man sent off early on, um, but to still to still grind out the win, that's that's handy. Um, and then it was the it was the Webfoot Derby this week with. Um, oh it, yeah, I do believe it was this week. Yeah, the Webfoot Derby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So poor old poor old Carlos. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have stuffed duck again this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, covered in plum sauce again, isn't he? Oh, yeah. heart. Love that, love that. And Mr. Saunders? Uh, I didn't send my turn. <laughs> I, do you know what? Funnily enough, I had a PM from someone asking me yeah, specifically was... to make sure I asked you how you got on because I'm not sure why. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the the, the normally I, Nate yeah, post. I, the, I, the, I, the, I didn't. I didn't send because like, Sunday is when it all started. I was rough as hell. But I drew 2-2 with Steve at Cole in the Cup and lost 3-1 to AZ. But yeah, I didn't send anything. So. Yeah, that, to be honest, enough. I haven't really cared that I didn't send anything or the results because of how I felt. So yeah, it was just a write-off this week. I haven't, I haven't, this is the first time I've actually looked at my turn. And I'm not going to lie because I've been on my ass. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, mate. I, I didn't send my turn on until Monday, late, very, very late. I mean, I woke up um, at half six in the morning and I was like, I oh, fuck, but the new 6 a.m. time. So I could have maybe done it. Like, but no, I, I didn't even bother. I wasn't interested. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a fair point, actually, because I, I think I you know what, it just didn't even occur to me. I, yeah. I just felt so shit all, all week. Yeah, and that's nothing against UE or the game. I love it. But it's it's 
yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's I, been I a tough week. Because like last week, I've been fighting with my daughter's school over, you know. Oh, was that Russia Gate? Yeah, Russia Gate at my daughter's school. Rinkers. So yeah, I had all that, and then I got ill. So yeah, this has been not, nothing against the game. It's not because I've lost interest. It just hasn't been a thought. As I say, Bad didn't, didn't look at my turn to even now. So this is the first time I'm scrolling through. And I drew with Steve 2-2. So I'll take that. Steve can't even beat me when I'm an AI. Outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So I'm sure people did ask, like, what's this? But yeah, I got slapped by AI. Yeah, I, I can't. You know, I, I, again, I can't even remember who it was. But I, and it wasn't actually, I don't think it was even Lang who I'd expect it for him. But this it was a, someone. Someone was, someone was just like, "Yeah, you need to have a, you need to have a word with Daryl." <laughs> why? Yeah. But he's like, "Oh, he's, he's, he lost a lot." So I think it was like the bottom side. Oh or yeah, like yeah, that. No, like second like, bottom. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was just whoever it was was just shit house. It was just like a joke. But I can't. I couldn't. I'll have yeah. a look after. Well, they can shit house all they want. What? I couldn't have cared less. Oh week. mate, I, I'm the same. Do you know what? It was <laughs> yeah, like. So like this this week, I had. Jay's Benfica, well, Jay and the Don's Benfica in uh, the league. And then, um, but then I had the Champions League against Lang, and I thought, uh, I fancy my chances either way against Benfica. But um, against Lang, it's like he is a quality manager. And I thought, if I at least put in some effort, at least look at it, do you know what I mean? Like I could, I could probably nick something out of it, but I weren't really. You know, sort of really thinking massively on it. It was just sort of like damage limitation, really. But yeah, we've got, got a nil-nil draw against Lang. Um, had our standard three-point win, you know, uh, gained from the league against Jay and the Don. Uh, nice, easy win. And uh, yeah, yeah, we go again. We sort of like back, back where we belong. And yeah, keeping the traditions. It's good. Yeah, it's been a good, good week. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, I don't even think I spoke to anyone about UE from like Wednesday. So yeah, it's just been one of them weeks. Like just IRL, not because of any disinterest, yeah, yeah. just I it was no, it no, was, same. I it haven't was even, not I something I yeah, couldn't couldn't yeah. have given couldn't have given a crap yesterday. So yes, have a word. I got shit house by AZ. No problem. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had two two uh yeah two two good results I think. So I, I'm quite happy considering like my brain felt like it was in a vice so mm. i'll take that i'll take that weren't mm. too bad so there yeah, let's uh, jump straight to it um mr john punter how the devil are you <laughs> i'm good man i'm good i'm since i'm not dying like everybody else seems to be I'm, i feel all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel even better now i've been speaking to you three yeah uh, yeah nice you, you need to put in a phone to him here to pop over his Get, get him, you know, give him the old, uh, yeah. give him the old aids. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He, sa- he sounds happy. He sounds happy because he's the only, uh, he's the only healthy one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you lads are making me sound a lot better. I know. You, know, you sound quite chirpy. I mean, if Sunderland had a good result, <laughs> don't, be, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> that's coming from a Spurs fan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland don't get good Sorry, results, mate. <laughs> Do you know what though, John? To be fair though, John, I mean, as a as Sunderland's finest, who who would you say is your hero? Your footballing hero? <laughs> Alan Alan Shearer's my footballing hero. Is that, that's, that's a strange choice for a Sunderland fan, don't you think? Yeah, you're still an Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all in all seriousness. What a Shearer. Why would you pick Shearer out of all the legends that Newcastle have had? Mate, he's he's um he's record goal scorer for Newcastle. He's the man who turned down trophies to be with his hometown club. You don't get you don't get more admiration for somebody than that. He could have gone to Man U, he could have cleaned up and instead he chose to come back out of loyalty to his hometown. To come back and be record goal scorer and end up with less trophies, I suppose you know what I mean. He could have a lot more, so that's why I would have to go with Sierra above anyone else. That's fair enough. I can understand he was that. quality. He was quality. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy was an absolute brilliant finisher. He was. I mean, he's still top goal scorer in the Premier League. So 
he's got he's had something about him, but for me, turning down Manchester United and all the all the accolades he could have had, everything like that, to come back to your hometown club and just uh, for pure loyalty reasons, just that that's that makes him a god for me, to be honest. Yeah, very rare these days, isn't it? Very, very rare, mate. Very, very rare. And he, it, it's just some. I mean, it's something that's ingrained. Everybody says that up, up in Newcastle, everything, everything is surrounded. For it's not wrong. Jermaine Genus was right in the sort of goldfish thing. Yeah, everybody likes around football up here. It's a one, one city, one team. You know what I mean? So it, it's got to be. Um, it's the focus of everybody's week. Yeah, it's and, sort of similar to London with Arsenal. Yeah, you got a couple of B techs around, but. Oh, please. Please. (laughs) When you you look at London, you think... Oh, sorry, I was fishing there. I was fishing there. That's a little nibble there. Barnet and then Arsenal. No, Nathan, I I will bite. (laughs) (laughs) If you carry this on, Terrence, you'll be going straight off to St Bungleton's, you know that. Oh, dear. Okay, John, so... Obviously, with Sunderland being a rival club, is there anyone over the years that you've looked at and and secretly admired from an opposition point of view? What for Sunderland? From Sunderland, yeah. Um, it would be Kevin Phillips. He was good. He mm. was pretty good. Just just yeah. because the guy, I mean, get, do it. You can't take anything away from him. And yes, he he scored goals for the scum, but to be fair, he was a class finisher. Brilliant finisher. Yeah. So far, so thank him. How about you, Nath? Me? Yeah. I knew I knew you were gonna write this one, mate. No, 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 because I, I think we, we <laughs> sort of discussed I've I've openly said to you, I, I still think Gaza is probably one of the most naturally talented players on earth. Sort of well, at least from this country, very much like your 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 man there's John uh, Alan Shearer. I think he's He's someone like if you, I think any club in the Premier League history would have took him up. He, he was that good. That was was unbelievable. Even at, even at a young age, um, coming through at Newcastle, he was he was brilliant, mm. absolutely brilliant. I think it was, um, I think it was, um, and another Newcastle legend, Jackie Milburn, had actually noticed him and said he'll be the he'll be the best player in the world. And he, I think he was only eighteen or something. But he said he will be the best player in the world because he's got everything. And he saw, you saw that from a young age, you know what I mean? So he was only mm. going to go out and be absolutely brilliant. But it's just a shame the castle at the time were a selling club. So he ended yeah. up getting sold. Yeah, that point. No, to answer your question, Terry, if I, if I looked at Arsenal, I couldn't admit this at the time. But I look back, <laughs> when you look back and you see how how passionate the guy is about his football it's got to be Ian Wright for me oh, when, when he was when he was banging in goals against against Tottenham I absolutely hated it you know uh, despised the player but when you look back and you, you know you actually get to see the character of the guy and, and see what he's about yeah Ian Wright is is something else what a finisher by the way yeah absolutely yeah. world-class finisher yeah I I, I... I would have put him in that bracket with, say, like an Aguero or Shearer, but he was like the next tier down, isn't he? he he's very, very good. I think it probably is it. I don't know how many England caps he actually got, but I think it's a shame he didn't get more chances because I think there was so many good strikers around at the time. Oh, yeah, it was criminal how many caps he got. He should have had a lot more. I think if he played for a bigger club, he might have got a better looking. There ain't no one that I could pick from Palace or Millwall or West Ham. I don't know how you guys have just done that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've got no respect for any of them. They're all cunts. You couldn't. If you you couldn't. You couldn't look at West Ham and not pick Paolo Di Canio. He played for Charlton, so I can just pick him for us. He's alright. He changed him. Yeah. <laughs> the rest I can't stand. Maybe Mark Noble, just because of loyalty. No, he's a cunt. No, I can't do it. <laughs> no. I, like, I, I can't even, in Football Manager, buy players that have started at Millwall. I refuse to. Like, I, just, I can't do what you guys have just done. There's not one player 
that I've got any respect for. No. We used to egg John Salako's house because he used to live down by my mum's mate. We used to oh, throw shit at his house. Man. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't, I can't do what no. you've just done. Actually, no. I don't, I don't think I could have, like, maybe, probably... Maybe at a massive push, maybe Spironi, the palace keeper, but that would be me clutching. Like, I'd have to have had some tequila or something to admit to that. But no, I can't, I can't do it. I ain't got no respect for any of them. I don't think anything that's come out of there has been good. I think Zaha's massively overrated. Mark Bright was shit. Clinton Morrison was a fucking idiot. No, there's none. No, I can't do it. No. <laughs> that's sad, then. No, I can't do it. So I don't know how you oh. guys have just done that. <laughs> I was just going to let you go down the long list there. Delicious. Yeah. They're just terrible. Oh, name, come on, then. Name me a good ex-Palace or Millwall player that you've got yeah, respect right. for. He was good at Arsenal. Palace didn't make him. Arsenal made him say. Teddy Sheridan oh, okay. at Millwall. Oh, come on. Teddy Sheridan was a turd. Until <laughs> he went to Tottenham. So, yeah. See? When they've done all right, when they've left. <laughs> Southgate. Nah, I got no respect yeah. for Southgate. I'm a Welshman, isn't it? He's England manager now. Nah. Nah, I don't respect none of them. <laughs> no, none of them. I've got a reason yeah, no, why I don't as well. I can't. Even Patrick Vieira is dead to me now. And I used to like him. Oh. He's dead to me. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I, no, I tell you what. I tell you what I do like. De Boer, because he nearly got Palace relegated. He fucking made them awful. Yeah, Frank De Boer. <laughs> there you go. I found one. He lost eight in a row. It's the fucking greatest eight games I've ever been through. So, yeah, you go. Frank De Boer. I'll go with it. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Oh. So how are you, how are you finding uh, game one two one at the moment? Let's uh, sort of jump back to you. How, how are you finding that? I mean, yeah, yeah, you had your, your rough start and all that. I mean, I think I think it'd be fair to say you had some good conversations with a couple of managers, um, and you seem to be turning the corner there. Yeah, definitely. Um, started started really badly. I think I just um, I tried to change, and far too much. And my side was set up to play a certain way and do, uh, and maybe have options to change things in game. Um, but instead, I was just trying to change everything, and I sort of lost my way at the start of the season. Then finally, just started coming back into it a little bit. Um, and eight games unbeaten. I'm just taking it game by game, but it's um, it's going well. Did he get shit out at the cup? What? <laughs> There's also that as well, Daryl. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Mate, I, I, wish, I wish I could even take credit for doing it. I didn't even know we were playing. I, yes, felt, yeah. I felt terrible. When I saw the I results, mean, I'm yeah. like, I didn't have a friendly. And then I see Cup, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I got I got my cup result and I just oh. listened I just listened to the podcast where you said I do not shit house anybody. Oh, no. And I, was, and I was straight on the phone and Nathan I went, This guy said this guy said he didn't shit house nobody. Take a look at this. The tactics were dirty. It was dirty. <laughs> like when I looked at the result, I'm like, I didn't book a friendly. What's all this? And then I see it's League Cup and I'm like, oh no. That's like I don't even know John. And he's gonna think, what am I doing? He's like Division four, I'm up in two. He's going to think, what am I doing to him? It was grim. Four, yeah. four full buses. Four full buses in front. <laughs> and he still shit houses with a 2-0 two, two win. Couldn't believe it. John, he yeah. thought he'd got away with it. He thought he'd got away with it until the DMA <laughs> showed up. Yeah. Oh, that it's because was it, it's what I did to Bordeaux. So it just, it, it stuck. I don't know. It was that, That's how I set up to beat Bordeaux. And I don't know, it just auto-picked it again. I didn't even realise it was a cup game. And then I did all the memes in the second leg, to be fair. <laughs> John, you rattled him. Look, he's still trying to justify it. You got him rattled. <laughs> I wish I could justify me doing it. I just, you know, I didn't even know. I didn't even look at the game. It's That's how bad. That That is poor, though. Like The complete disrespect of not even paying attention that I had a game. <laughs> if, if, it's any consola- if it's any consolation, mate, I actually got over it quickly because the DMA... The whole DMA thing DMA. was just had you had your head rattled. Rattled, oh, bro. <laughs> there are people that have had numerous text messages. Like again, There's... I have to apologize oh. to Reese. Reese just got a whole oh. afternoon of like, I know it's you, you little shit cunt. Is it Callum that put you up to it? And oh, and Reese is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was messaging Terry. I, I, I'm like, I, put it through your I, contacts. Yeah. Tell me who it is. You know I, I got a <laughs> confession as well because I mean, he actually told me when he was like, 
Nathan's just like, look at look go. You got Daryl's stream, wasn't it? I think. Is that yeah, he yeah. I was, I was like, what's, what's going on here? And then he started like heckling you with DMA oh, stuff. I was, and they were on my was TikTok. Work, he was in bloody tears. everywhere. They were everywhere. On my TikTok I comments. Tears. Oh, it was just like, oh, don't touch some grass. Thing. Oh, it was grim. So, so I got, I got all the shit holes. Oh, dear. I got over the shit holes pretty quick after I knew that. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's a way to turn a frown upside down. Yeah, you have to. I have yeah, to exactly. make props to Nathan. That was fucking yeah, hilarious. Daryl loved it. Daryl loved it. He thought he had a couple of new followers in there. <laughs> he thought he thought he'd made it for a minute. Then yeah, for a minute. <laughs> oh dear. So John, looking at your Leche team, I mean, it's it's looking to be fair. It's looking pretty strong. Do you think yeah. you can make a promotion push? You're seven points off at the minute. Is it seven? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't know, we don't get the worldwide stats anymore, do we? Shame. I've been off the boil. Oh, sorry, been on is that you, been on, oh, is that been on the WhatsApp group. Oh, they've been God. on the WhatsApp group. I oh. forgot to put them on Discord. <laughs> you know, I've, I've always had me able to tell you how many points he's off. I can't see it. Sorry, mate. Do you know what? After that DMA thing, I've got to take that one on the chin, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> 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 So what do you think, John? Do you think you're in for a for a shout to go up? Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think I could, I could be, mate. Yeah, could be. Um, I've just got to keep focusing, keep my head in it. Um, I've built quite a good team. Yeah. Um, and I'm just doing the SEs. I've got to start looking up, but I'm waiting for the new ones coming in. Um, but yeah, as long as I keep my head in it and I keep focusing and I keep playing to my strengths, then yeah, I can't see why not. I should be on with a shout. Did we do this deal for you, Kang, Kang Benny? Was that from me? No, I got... He's played for me, uh, though. Yeah, Nath told me he was your old anchor man. Yeah, he was, before I got Sicarella. Yeah. He's good. He's a good player. Scores yeah, for fun. Yeah, he's solid. I think he's got four for me. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think he got he got a couple for me as well. But yeah, built 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 a decent team. So hopefully it'll be enough to take us into a into, into sort of that sort of contention. You know what I mean? Yeah, you go from there. Just see where I end up. You've got some nice players in there, especially your your top centre half. He looks very very nice, Colin and Colin in, yeah, very very good. Yeah, we um, need we need to have a chat about him. I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't use that. I mean, it's bad enough. Daryl fucking uses the podcast to snare players. Yeah, I've, done, I've done great. Uh, the podcast, to be fair, snare, snare players. The, the grooming episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you look to strengthen, if at all? What's your net? What are you looking for? That you think? Oh, are you just going to use this to push, or are you looking for, to tweak it a bit? This is if I if I change anything on here, it'll just be essays. Right. I kind of think I'm quite set with my side at the minute. I've got plenty of backup strikers. I seem to have quite a few options in midfield, and defensively, I've got cover there as well. So I, I kind of think I'm going to stick with that for now and just maybe change the essays, put essays where they're needed, and then from there. See what next year brings. See where I am. See well next season. See where I am, and then look at different tweaks. Then, but at the minute, I'm quite happy with what I've got. It just needs a little bit of tweaking with SES, and I think that's about it. Makes sense. Makes sense. You're doing well, so yeah. Why not stick with it? Yeah, I mean, I've. I've I mean, I think I've spoken to you about this Nath, before that I, I like options in my team in my squad. I like a lot of options where I can change things. If I wanted to change to a different formation, I'm not rapidly or rap, like massively changing it. Yeah, it's just a little change, but it's an effective change. And then in game, I would like to be able to change things if need be. Um, and I like to I like my squad built with a lot of options. Is That's there a certain 
is there certain mm -hmm. stats that you'd look for? You know, like a certain way of playing, or you know, how do you how do you go about it? How do you approach signing a player? Is there anything you look for specifically in a player? Yeah, I mean, I've I've looked at I, I see people going all the untrainables and stuff like that. I mean, I think the three. I mean, the, th the three, the two key ones I look for ultimately is um, I look at judgment, I look at movement in midfield. Um, I look at vision and judgment on a striker as well as the, as well as other good attributes. But if he speeds only an eight, I, I wouldn't be that concerned about it. Um, as long as he had the other attributes I was looking for. It just all depends, mate. It, it, it's it, it kind of... If I was looking for a top class player, I'd be looking for <clears throat> everything across the board. But if I'm looking for a cover player, I'll be looking for something a little bit less. And I wouldn't be, I know he's only going to play a few games. I wouldn't be that bothered. But yeah, judgment's a big one for me. Judgment's massive across the board. I like good judgment. So that's the key thing I would look for. Yeah. Oh, I get you. I get you. Then I could just then you could just work around that. You know, what I mean, whatever fits in with your style, whatever fits in with your tactics. Are you a uh, are you a mixer or a matcher with your tactics, or have you got your one set way? Would you say mm, no? At the moment, I probably have got a set way, just just simply because it's working. So I don't want to I don't want to break it. Yeah. Um. I can, like I say, I've got options where I can change in-game. So I can set up I can set up the one way, but I can affect the game as it's going on. Okay. Which would be my way of, like, not just keep on tinkering and changing things and playing something different every week. Yeah. I could change it in-game. Yeah. What would, you, what would you say, like, obviously, like you said, you, you were struggling... Um, early doors in the game uh, and then obviously you've had a terrific turnaround like playing a lot better and, and you, you, your whole game's a lot more sound isn't it now what would you say uh, was like a potential weakness or what you might have been doing wrong beforehand what was what I was doing wrong was I was trying to I was trying to look at look at different ways of playing or setting up and put and mismatching my tactics, and sometimes not even thinking about like I think I'd played um Lewis and I played something like play out defense and uh, play out defense and support defense, which I kind of think counteracted. And I totally, I, I, I just wasn't looking, I was just thinking of things, random things of what where my team what my team could play, and I wasn't putting it together properly, but then I found. I went back to my basics and had a look at it properly and realised that this is the way I should be playing and just make sure I've got options where I can change in-game. If I wanted to, I could, change, I could play a different formation every week. But that's not giving us any consistency, so... Yeah, I, I it's, it's funny you say that because I think that's sort of something um, you, you touched on with me, Nath, like, like when I was having a few issues in the game, and it was like maybe tinkering too much. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's 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 definitely an interesting one. Is that um, is that something you would say? Like, I mean, like if you could, if you had like a new manager now coming into the game, they asked you for a, like, what's your one key bit of advice? What what would that be? One key bit of advice would be would be. All, all the little things pay close attention to them because there can be massive things in the game and the things you don't even realise. I think like Nathan, Nathan said to me once about state of minds and talking to players. I never even thought about that. It's a game. I didn't even think that I would that even that even would change anything, but it did change massively for me. And I would just. Pay attention to all the, all the little things and because they, they are big things eventually, you know, within the game. When you start learning the game, you learn the tactics side of it. Basically, you need to get used to what your team does well 
and not change too much for the opposition you're playing. Whatever your team does well, stick with it. Yeah, yeah, good, good point. Yeah, I remember us having that conversation, John, and I remember saying to you because you're a you're a football manager or you were a football manager in uh, in real life as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I remember saying that. What's the first thing you do when you sign a player or a player comes to your your club? You don't ignore him, do you? You welcome him yeah. to the club. You know, it was the exact so, that was the exact conversation we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I can remember saying to you, "That's that's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> and, and when I did it, it worked. It, it actually it actually works. There you go. There you go. Why is old sage old is old ravioli, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Why is old sage? Mate, mate, you don't you don't get called white feather for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have, Joe. I, I credit to you. It's, it's a big part of why like yeah, I think me and Daryl sort of like like the thought of yeah, yeah, you you joining us on the podcast. Cause, yeah, obviously yes, there but there was like we didn't know who who would be doing it with me if, if other things happened. But um yeah, you're you're a good good manager in the game anyway and you've got knowledge and, and you think about these these little things because I, I had to quite a lot of these conversations myself I can kind of echo a lot of what uh yeah I could even sort of like almost frank half the conversations John's saying that he's had with you because I've had them with you like yeah. the state of mind I think even recently I was talking to you about Inaki Williams not scoring you yeah. know and and it's and I hadn't really thought about like certain things like reassuring a player even, even you know but he, yeah. he's playing great. I'm, I'm sort of saying, you know, he's hitting 93s. He's just not scoring. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you've got to reassure him, you've got to, yeah, you've got to tell him, that's no, all right, don't worry about it, keep going. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense, really, when you think about it. It's not it's not something I would have, you know, for for as much as some other managers might say about me in the game, it's not something I, I would have considered, to be honest. So, yeah, hats off to you, mate. Well, this is the thing, you know, when you've got a striker that can't score, what's the first thing you do? You buy him new boots. Hello. <laughs> we all we all know that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Well, I suppose it's. I, re- I think I remember Alex Ferguson was talking about it once when he said there's some players that you need to put an arm around, and there's another you need to kick them, kick them up the arse. Yeah, so different, different people are made different ways, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah, it's like it, it's like when I I've I've done a lot of coaching, I've done a lot of managing the teams, and the same way you know who you know who you need to just put an arm around and say, look, as soon as you cross that white line, you're you're unbeatable. And there's others when you have to just go put a rocket up and just say, look, pull your finger out off. Yeah, you're not yeah. doing enough, like. That's, uh, how about you, Nate? I mean, how, how, is that how you would approach it in in real life? Like you say, you're you're both proper coaches in real life. Is that something? Is that how you would approach like one of your players if they're having a bit of bad form or or not scoring but playing well? Definitely, definitely. You know, there's this there's this one player. He plays in my number ten role, and he's he's capable of being class on his day, but he's also capable of being a little bit of a prima donna. You know, so you've got to mm. you've got to know how to talk to someone like that. And um, with this guy, it's just a case of, look, you know what, you're capable of controlling this game if you want, and get out there and do it. You know, and that's that's with him. That's it. With other people, you've got to put that arm around the shoulder. With others, yeah, you've got just got to tell them, look, you've been you've been poor. You know, always to that effect. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I think, yeah. Do you know, I I think I'm one of those because um. I think I might have been talking to Mark a while back about um, darts because we both play darts. And I, I was playing in the Basingstoke Open. And um, my dad sort of at the time came came to watch me with my mum and yeah, a couple of mates and stuff like that. And they came to, yeah, they wanted to come and watch the hour gone. And the first game, mate, I was having double trouble. I was scoring heavy, but I just couldn't finish. And I was like, I think I lost the first leg. Um, I think it was first of three, three legs and I lost the first one. And then, just couldn't get it done on the second, lost that. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And I just, I remember sort of like after matey took his darts out of the second, I turned around and I looked at my old man. He was just sat there. He looked at me, shook his head. And it just put a, I thought, no, fuck you. <laughs> I'm better than that. And yeah. it put a firework up my eye. It was just the way, honestly, he just like looked at me and shook his head as like so disappointed. Yeah. Like, 
And I was just like, that put a, like, a, and I, I ended up making the final. I bottled it in the final, but um, yeah, I, I played really well up until the final. You have a special, yeah. um, you have a like special Spurs jersey made for when you do hire dot. Uh, <laughs> I have my Celso pants <laughs> and, and his Ericsson shirt. I think I think it has Armstrong on the back, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, don't you start, you little bastard! <laughs> Less of this. What have you started, Saunders? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chris Armstrong. Fucking hell. Do me a flavour. That was interesting, though. The other day they had um, a vote with some ex-Premier players, I think, so on like that. Uh, the best number 10 of all time in the Prem. And it was... Uh, the, the majority of the vote went to Burkamp. But uh, surprisingly... Maybe not surprisingly, but I think he's quality, but... Second one went to uh, Paul Scholes. Interesting. I, I, yeah, I as, a number, as a number 10? I wouldn't have put Scholes as a number 10. I, I, know, I thought him, he was more like a deep lying play, play, uh, playmaker. But I'd yeah, say I David Silva for me. But, yeah. I think you've got Zola, David Silva, Burkham yes. probably. Um, Peter Beardsley, could he be involved in that? Didn't play for Sandler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely Beardsley wants to be in that then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up? Chris Kilban. <laughs> he reminds me, Beardsley reminds me a little bit, a little bit of a modern day Vardy. In the, in the sense oh, yeah. that it's just purely about, you know, the effort. Beardsley was all effort. Not much skill, but all effort. Yeah, graft. Graft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, when yeah, you used to like Newcastle. Play, I used to like watching Newcastle, though, back in the day under Keegan. And I, I used to like, they used to have a defender who had a fucking rocket shot called Alberts. Yeah. Albert, I, I used to like him for some reason. What, yeah. the centre-half? Albert? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Philip Albert was... Fucking absolute thunderous shot on him. He had a cannon. Yeah. Belgium, Beardsley, Peter Beardsley made two players. He made Gary Lineker and he made Andy Cole. Mm-hmm. Big shout! Big shout! Nineteen eighty-six World Cup. Gary Lineker hadn't scored a goal. He was he, he couldn't hit a couldn't hit a bull's ass with a shovel. And then Beardsley got put on, and against Paraguay scored a hat-trick. And then he went on to get a goal and put that yeah. In the tournament, Andy oh. Cole, Andy Cole got forty-one goals with Beardsley playing with him. And I watched, I watched them that year because I had my season ticket all the way through the Keegan era. And Peter Beardsley made Andy Cole. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. You had a season ticket through that era? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. So first thing that goes through my mind is what was it like watching Newcastle throw away? Was it a 12 or 13 point lead that season? What was yeah, that like as a fan? You're going down to a dark time now. <laughs> no, absolutely soul, soul destroying. But on the other hand, you could see it happening. You could, no. you could, a few, a few, when we, I think we did, we played Man U at home. And I'm not joking, we, we threw everything, absolutely everything at them. Um, Schmeichel was saving everything there was nothing going past him that night and then Eric Cantona pops up at the back post and scores and then the people won nil and from then on you just knew you knew what everything had, everything had just gone it was just it was really hard to get to get that back then that was the season he went on the rant wasn't it sorry that was the season he went on the rant wasn't it Keegan yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The infamous rant. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I must, I must admit, we, it, we, it was so, it was so destroying. But I mean, we had fun on the way. Like we had really, good, really good fun. I mean, when we were in Europe and we're beating, we're beating team, teams four and five nothings and stuff, and it's just unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Was it Newcastle when they had two players in the Champions League have a fight on the pitch? 
Was that Newcastle? Yeah, it's Kieran, Kieran, Kieran Darwin. Darwin oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> that was funny as fuck. Yeah. Well, that was, that was against Aston Villa in the league. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. But I, I, I can sort of relate. It slight, finished slightly better. But when... Um, when we won the league in '89, I, I, that, I think only the season before I, I started going with my dad to Highbury, and uh, in '89 I think we was uh, we had quite a nice lead at one point, and then we just like from January on was just fucking chucked it away, and I think even like the game before Liverpool or a couple of games we we lost I think to Bolton or something it was something fucking stupid, it was a really crap result, and then you had to go to Anfield and win by two, and it's just like it's never gonna happen. Ever, but I mean, fucking hell, what a game that was! Was that was that nineteen eighty nine, wasn't it? Was oh, that yeah. yeah, yeah, that was quality. I remember watching that game. Absolutely, yeah, that, still, it's still probably one of my favourite ever moments as an Arsenal fan. I don't think there's. I think like City fans could probably relate to it, like with Aguero, that goal he scored with yeah, with the whole, do you know yeah. the whole how it how it all took place that last minute, and the same with us. I mean, like that it was like Mickey Thomas wrote. I always remember that commentator saying it's up for grabs now, and he he chipped him. Chip, Chip Grobler, I think it was. Yeah, it's a fucking oh, brilliant moment. Blast from the past. Oh, I've, I've shown my age now, haven't I? Fucking yeah, hell. you are. You are. <laughs> You've been looking yeah, at uh, UE Legends, haven't you? That's what it is. You're gonna work. You're working it. out who you're that's signing. That's oh, mate. Do you know what? I speaking of that, I was like looking through. Um, ben sent me out the, a list of the players that could potentially be in there, and it was like, like he, he, he when he first sort of said old oh, Villarreal valuable and they could have Carzola. I was like, oh, oh yeah, put me down for that season ticket. And he's like, yeah, 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 sort of that. Sends me the list and it's got like uh, Joanne Foyf and Etienne <laughs> Couture. And like, he's fucking, mu- I'm sure he's fucking mugged me off again. He's nice one, Ben. Well done, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know I was looking for it again the other day? Roberto Soldado. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. All right, you're gonna have a few transfers coming your way in one, two, two. I have to put a, put a little word with you and yeah, so I I'm, I'm Shaka Hislop. Give me Shaka. He was on my list. Is it? He was on my. Uh, he's on. He's on. He's on the Newcastle list. Um, so is Gaza. Oh yeah. Oh nice. No, to be fair, no. I, I had no. Ooh. I always rated Shaka Hislop. I think people try to make him a me, but I think Shaka was a great keeper. I'm not gonna lie. You know what they say. The, the yeah. pro- the problem with Shaka at Newcastle was that Pavel Sunacek was an yeah. up, was was treated like an absolute god at Newcastle. So Shaka Hislop was always going to find it hard to get the recognition yeah, because so many people love love Pavel. Yeah, I think because I, like again, sort of comparison things. I always remember a lot of fans like like John Lukic, and then it was like we signed this guy from QPR called David Seaman. It's like, oh, who the fuck is he? Ended up being one of the arguably, pro- I'd probably say only second to, uh, oh, I don't know, prime Peter Cech. But I- I'd say P- Peter Schmeichel's the greatest goalkeeper in the Premier League, I think, for me, Ooh. of all time. And, and I think, I, I would, I, I think pri- uh, Peter Schmeichel for me, yeah, best Premier League goalkeeper. I um, wouldn't even have Schmeichel as one of the best for United, to be fair. So, I'd nah, nah. I think it's him. I was gonna say Van der Sar, Peter Cech in his prime before his his head injury, and then probably David Seaman. But Schmeichel's a fucking beast. Don't know until until Perez chipped him against Villa. Schmeichel was a top top scorer. <laughs> he was, and he was a leader as well. That's why I liked him. Yeah. See, I get that. I, bit, I always thought but I think we, there's been much yeah. better goalkeepers, like the leader bit and box Oof. presence. But I would have a lot more keepers ahead of him. Great shot stopper as well. He was yeah, phenomenal. There's a lot of keepers I would think of before I think of Schmeichel. From a Who would you put as your top one, Daryl? What my all time? I'm biased as fuck. I'm a Welshman. I, I like. I'm oh, always okay. Neville, Neville Southall. Yeah. Oh, always he's Neville. Yeah. Shy. He's a fucking. Total idol. Yeah, yeah. Like a Neville Southall for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Get, get out of it. Fucking love get it. Get out of it. <laughs> no, for me, honestly, Van der Sar. Van der Sar for me. That's is... a good shout. That's was always my number, like that would be my pick on like a dream team. I would, yeah, I would pick Van der Sar, amazing keeper for me. I must admit, Neville Southall's reason I went in that he was just absolutely brilliant. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and as a kid, like wanting to be a goalkeeper, like being the Welsh family, like Neville Southall was like everything. Do you know what I mean? Like for me. Yeah, and I, and I was a fat kid as well, so having not seen <laughs> yeah, someone gave in the us game. all hope, didn't it? Oh, we could be out of shape <laughs> and play to win. Yeah, it could be a goalkeeper still. 
But no, yeah, fantasy. Uh, so, but yeah, sorry. That's all right. Sorry, I was going to say. I think um, so. I think we've got a few things we want to do still. Uh, whilst we've got this hour, um, so I think we'll go for transfer roundup, and then we'll get some questions. So hopefully, we get a bit more from John there. Um, okay. And then I think I think Mr. Callow's going to finish on a quiz. Oh jeez. Um, yeah. Right. A little quiz. Mm-hmm. Want me to get on with the yeah. roundup. So did he Dave, actually send one? Or yeah. Is he still well, Dave had some. No, he had some family stuff. <laughs> so Steve from Lazio. Has, has put the transfer round up for this week. So thank you, Steve. Um, it's yeah, literally sure. just the transfers. There's uh, nothing else. So Declan Rice, 38 a.m. Uh, CM, 105 away with determination leader and pot. Went to Weldstone Ooh. with Solanke, 38 target man, 37 right forward with determination, composure and pot going to Helsingborg. Uh, Conti, 38 free roll, 37 wing back, 107 away midfielder and composure and pot to Rennes. For Antonio, 38 anchor man, 10308, determination, teamwork, and pot. Conti starting the game as a 96-37 right wing back. Amazed his PV in that has yet rose in the game. He rose two in PV as a free roll. Uh 39 centre forward, 101 away with determination and pot to Atletico Bilbao. For Arbaloa, 102 away, 39 CB with determination pot. From Cluj, 10 million went the other way. Uh, Makuliatis started the game as an 84-33 centre forward, while Arbaloda started as an 86-36 centre back. Wow. Uh, and from last week that we was missed, uh, Del Orco, 103-08, determination, reliability, 36 left wing back, left back and sweeper, plus Abram. 102 OA, uh, 37 centre back, 36 wing back with reliability and gamesmanship. And Pot, um, the Don apparently spent 12 points on this kid, went from Benfica uh, for Devridge, 106 OA, 39 centre back, determination, yeah. reliability. Devridge wanted to leave PSV, so the Don made an offer that couldn't be refused. And a quote from the Don himself the Don said after walking Fido, he went in search of divine inspiration and ended up with Devridge from Holland, who was given the option to sign for the Super Eagles, which he was made an offer he found too hard to refuse. Yes, good deal. Good deal. So thank you, Steve, for stepping in um, at short notice. Much, much appreciated. Shame it didn't help him. Anyway. Ah. <sighs> Shit, I I can resist. Come on. Come on. No, it's fucking hell. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Now he's. Uh, I think he had an eighty-five against me. So that's yeah, pretty half decent. That's yeah, not too bad at all. Um, right. So a couple of questions we've got. Uh, first one is from uh, Carlos. He's asked, "How does John feel about not having Sunderland in one game one two two? <laughs> he's an answer. <laughs> you can always count on Orville, can't you? Yeah. Well, you yeah. can always count on Orville for. For shit crack. Yeah, he's 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 had too much of that pond water again, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Lewis has asked, uh, what are John's thoughts on one of his favorite oh fuck's sake, one of his favorite legends, Jermaine Defoe retiring. You know, you know what it is? I could have told you who the first two people were that go and ask questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, every everything to say Jermaine Defoe, he's he's been brilliant and still going still went to the age he is, so yeah, did you did you enjoy watching him at Spurs, Dave? Yeah, love. Would, would, would he be? Oh, yeah, right. Did you would tell him that list though? Of uh, oh, yeah, loved him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I I thought he was a good player. He he was a horrible one. Like if you're an opposing fan though, because he just had that ability to fucking pop up <laughs> and, and not. Do you know what? He reminded me not like quality or. A, skill or anything like that but remind me of Robbie Fowler he just didn't matter every fucking time we played Liverpool Fowler would score it's a pain in the ass. fucking hated seeing him on the team shit same as Drogba always scored against Arsenal fucking arseholes <laughs> he was uh, uh, go, yeah sorry. Jermaine Defoe he was proper you were proper selfish striker but such a natural finisher really was really really enjoyed watching him play down the years He's a shit ass. Good, good point. Uh, Fozzie's asked to all, which two players would be your favourite Premiership partnership, be it two strikers or even two midfielders, whatever combination you like. 
So maybe like defenders or whatever. What would be your two two players? Best combination. There's been there's been quite a few, hasn't there? Mm. Um What a combination previously or one that we put in together? I don't sorry. I suppose in real life, like uh, uh like two, me, two strikers that Shearer and Sutton, just because of the age I was, like they were just so oh, in okay. sync, and that that whole Blackburn team that won the league and stuff was just it just worked so well. So yeah, I probably would have picked them just because of I think of an age thing, like that combination mm-hmm. is one that's always stuck with me, you know. Um, just because like Sutton wasn't very good, but somehow it worked. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't know. It's difficult. It was just really fun. So yeah, I would probably pick Shearer and Sutton for me. That was probably my favourite. Hmm. Fair play. Uh, nice. Um, probably Sharon and McClinsman. Uh, at the age, at the age I was, them two oh watching we're, them we're two play together. Ill. Can't you help us out? They were right? class. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have COVID twice. <laughs> I'd rather have COVID than listen to this talk. Not gonna lie. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I think mine's gonna be fucking blatantly obvious. Burkamp Henry. Uh, I I don't even think I don't even need to really think about it. No, it's just, yeah, yeah. them two in their prime were just just different level, completely different level. Uh, it's just a shame. I think if Burkamp was probably three or four years younger um, and could travel, I think they would have won a lot more, a hell of a lot more. But um, yeah. Yeah, I th- I think them too. Uh, if I was trying to be non-Arsenal and think about something else, I would probably say <clears throat> probably probably Kevin De Bru- like recently Kevin De Bruyne and um uh, David Silva. They're, they're a pleasure to watch them too. Yeah, yeah. Silver Silver was class. Yeah, he, he's he's one. I just I even when I used to watch him in the Liga. Always wanted him at Arsenal. I was gutted we didn't get him. I think he was at Valencia, if I remember right. Absolutely fucking brilliant player. How about yourself, Nath? Me? Previous? I mean, up to date, sorry. Up, uh, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, current sort of ones. Um, It's hard. It's hard. Uh, Where would you get these kind of partnerships? And, and Aguero. Mm. Silver, Sorry, and Aguero, Silver and Aguero was nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. good. Yeah. You know, I, I just thought, yeah, he was a different gear, wasn't he? He really was. Yeah, and Aguero was quality. I, th- I think it's just I, I love how easy De Bruyne makes a game look. Like yeah, just spraying 30, 40 yard passes, or yeah, little dinks, or he, it'll turn up at the last, yeah, in the box and knock one in. Yeah, you know I mean, and just cool as cool as you like. Yeah, I like him. I think he's quality. Uh, and yeah, and the and the last one is from Toby. He put to all of you, you've you've got the best three strikers in Premier Premier League history, Henri Burkamp and Rare. Cheers, Toby. <laughs> Was that you got shag one, marry one, or go on a bendo to, to shag a loof with the other? Who, who's doing what? Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake! Fucking hell! Jesus. Fucking hell! What do these? That's what, uh, You worry about what these guys do at home, and it. I know. I know. I know. Right, hold on. Let's have a. It, it's, it could be worse. You got, you got to shag Christopher Ray in it because the assumption. Marry Burkamp because he's like proper. Go on a bender with Henry. There you go. Yeah, I, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. I, 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 do you know what, for just purely, I, I want. I just want to say because I feel like we missed it last week, which was uh, your your good friend Gary uh, Daryl is asked uh, to all oh, when on holiday do you get out of the swimming pool to take a piss. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I'd missed those. <laughs> there are some <laughs> drunk times that I think I've even shitted it. Not going to lie. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, yeah, I think there's some times. I nearly drowned fighting an inflatable crocodile once and I'd wet myself. And he looked at me. So, oh, I remember time. that. Yeah, I that launched was... at it and all my mates are just watching until they were like, oh shit, he's actually losing. <laughs> so they pulled me out. Yeah, I was actually losing in a fight, and I'd wet myself oh, then actually as well. To be fair, so no. Everybody's <laughs> had, everybody's had a cheeky one in the pool on holder. Everybody has. 
I taught my pissed, daughter to yeah. do it while she's on her swimming lesson. So, I, you know, I do it. She does it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even need to be on holiday. She just does it in the local gym. Tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dread to sort of uh, discuss things I've probably, or well, not probably, but I have done in pools. Um, I think one of the funniest ones, though, was uh, I, I think I was in Grand Canaria. I was probably 17 or 18 and it was new year and i was trying to sort of like yeah impress a girl and you know he's having a bit of a laugh and all that and she'd um she'd just been out that day and she came back in late and she said how like nice the pool was and she sort of dived in there i dived in i ended up catching fucking hyperthermia it was that cold i was fucking like bedridden for like three three of the last few days of my uh of my holiday like a fucking bender just because i was uh thinking thinking with something other than my brain uh yeah that's about that, it really. Only leads to trouble. It does. It it's, it always it always did. Like yeah, I I, I won't go there, but <laughs> the old stories weren't 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 good back in the day. Yeah. That's yeah. If me and Terry had met bad. twenty years ago, that would have been fun. Oh, uh, we mate, we would have had some serious fucking laughs. To be honest, there's a oh, lot of people that terrible. I meet now, and I'm like, I wish you could have met me before. Do you know what I mean? I've met a lot cooler people that would have had more fun to drink with when I got sober than I did when I was drinking. Uh, yeah, well, but I would have been all so, bad. I would have been all bad for remember. you, Daryl, because I was I was always the uh, like the the muse. Like I'd be like, Daryl, do you know what? you should you should you should go fucking yeah, mate, fight that I crocodile. He's, he's looking at you wrong, mate. People like that. I'd, I'd, oh I'd have just God. mate. I'd just been nudging you. Yeah, so you see that crocodile? He's fucking looking at you wrong. Yeah, I'd have just him. gone. <laughs> and I'd be like, it's funny. I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, 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 go have the gun. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> oh. oh dear. All right. Well, we're going to finish off on on a quiz now. Uh, Nate, take it away, mate. A quiz. Okay, John. So being the big Newcastle fan that you are. I've dug out five Newcastle questions for you. Yeah, I've got a shit memory, mate. That's brilliant. That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Newcastle's finest. Here we go. We expect five out of five here. First question. Who did Alan Shearer score his first friendly goal for Newcastle against? Fuck me, man. Oh, well. Um... <laughs> Man, I've got no idea. No idea. No idea. Lincoln City. Okay, next up. Who did Newcastle United lose to in the 1999 FA Cup final? 99 was Man U, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, he's got one right. Arsenal was 98. <laughs> uh, was Arsenal 98? You remember that. Yeah, you remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was that, yeah, by the way, yeah. yeah. So, who did Kevin Keegan take over from in 1992? Aussie Well done. Yes, it was. Aussie Ardiles. <laughs> what, what, a, what, a, what a guy he is, man. Aussie He's Ardiles. a lad, isn't he? Wow, brilliant <laughs> guy. It's a brilliant. name I haven't thought about for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the state the style of football he wanted to play was absolutely brilliant. He just it just never worked in that time. I think he was like thinking well well above well beyond his years to be honest. But he did try and play good football. Yeah. Fair play. Hey John, next question. Yes. With, with which league club did Peter Beersley start his league career? Carlisle. Oh, well done. Oh, clever boy. And lastly, where did Newcastle sign Rob Lee from in October 1992? Charlton for 750,000, I think. You, you dirty bastard. Or 600,000 or something. <laughs> I was waiting for Daryl to you jump in on me. that one. You're dead to me. As soon as you said it, where did they sign Rob Lee from? I'm like, you twat in my head. Twat this, is a, this is how Spurs fans get their kicks because they don't win shit. This is what they have to do. They resort to this nonsense. How oh, they get their kicks. Do you know what I mean? Just try and laugh at others. Do you know what I mean? And probably one of the best things we've ever made. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, Rob Lee's a, a beast. Yeah. And he's so he respectful, like like whatever club, you know, Charlton, he's, he's a legend. Newcastle, he's a legend just because, you know, 
he gave his yeah. all to, to both. Do you know what I mean? He's one of them players, like whoever yeah. had him, do you know what I mean? Remembers that they had him because he was just, he was, he's fucking loyal as fuck when he's there. Do you know what I mean? Great That's uh, and I think yeah, you, I, mean, I think you appreciate players like that, don't you? Yeah. Like, I, I still got a lot of love for Lucas Pazolski. A lot of love. Yeah, I, yeah. I follow him like on Instagram, he's and he's, like that. Still yeah. there. he's he's still always checking in on the Arsenal. When they, that, then I see like players like Laurent Koscielny, what he did when he left. It's like, yeah, like you say, he's fucking dead to me. You know, all the good he done at the club, he just erased from my mind. Fucking exactly. Wanker. There's players like that, but then ones like Rob Lee, Newcastle he's... Charlton fans probably look at exactly the same. You know. Like yeah, there's yeah. no hatred or like oh he's he's one of ours you know we know he's 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 both of our sort of thing you know just because of how he put it all on the pitch all the time you just you, know? you just he worked yeah. he worked from the day he came into Newcastle he worked so hard mm-hmm. and he just he did everything that people go on about Newcastle fans and expectations and we should we think we're a big club and all that sort of stuff all they want to see is somebody who's going to try for the shirt and that's the win lose or draw as long as they've tried don't care. Yeah, as long yeah. as as long as the the put a shift in, and Rob Lee did that week in and week out without fail. Hundred percent. That yeah, I think most most like, I think even like United fans are seeing it now, aren't they? Like they're they're fed up with what they're seeing, like from like the likes of Pogba and and like that because they, they're not putting in the graft, they're not grafting it, and, and I think that's why fans get really like it's like why a lot of Arsenal fans turn on Aubameyang because he was just shit for 18 months I know he's still got it in the locker and that's why he's playing great at Barca yeah so there's no there's no problem with that but he was just fucking awful and he barely put in any effort for like 18 months well, these, are, like, these, these are these are the guys with, these are the guys with dog shit characters though I mean Paul yeah Bog, I, I don't Paul want Bogler is just and he's just yeah he might be a good player I've never seen it yet but he might be he might be a world beat I've yeah, never I, seen it I completely never agree. I've always him. said I, I I think he's good, but I, I've never seen anything to make me think he is what sort of United fans or or maybe not even United fans, but like the press at least hype him up to be because I just don't see it. I you know is, is he he's not even the same stratosphere as say like De Bruyne or or any of those sort of players. He's just not even close. It's just well, at, uh, at yeah, that point, you know, look, at that point, I look at them players and think you're just in it for the money. There's no, there's no love for football. Yeah. It's just money. Yeah. And can I just finish on one last question, Daryl, before you have to shoot off? Uh, just an anonymous one. I just, I literally just got, uh, just, just to ask. Uh, I think we've covered this before, but why not? And we maybe put this for John and Nath mostly. We can leave it because I think we've covered it. Should there be a limit of sides? Any one manager can manage in the same game or leave it unlimited? I think I think we've we've covered our a opinions lot. on this yeah. plenty of times. Yeah. So Nath uh, and John have at it, and then we'll finish. We'll wrap up. Okay. Limit on sides. Yeah. One. One side per manager for me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, um, I've got three, but I would say one or two. Yeah, I, yeah, just to say, I, I totally agree with you guys. I, I think once plenty, if yeah, couple of season in, maybe open it up if there's leagues that are empty or something. But yeah, it's silly. But yeah, again, we, we've we've covered. I think me and Daryl have covered this yeah, a million my times. My opinion <laughs> is probably you're right. Could never be done from a business point of view. Man's got to get paid. Isn't it? So that's you just have to hope people. That's, are, that's the key thing, really. Yeah, man's got to get paid in it, so you could never limit it. But you just have to have people not take advantage of the fact that he needs to keep it open to get paid. That's why I've. And, I think, and, and you I can't begrudge it with how much he's done for for the game. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Like, and there's managers yeah, how, out there yeah. that would do want to take three or four that have got the time to do it and do it comfortably and do it well. But then there are some that see that and then take opportunity and take advantage of it. And that's the issue for me. It's not the amount. It's the people's intentions towards it, you know. I think that's yeah. the issue for everybody. Though I don't, I don't, I think the multi-team management—that's the issue, because so many people do take it, take the piss out of it. Whereas yeah, like, I think you know, I you think see been... teams like John, and you can see he's trying to, you know, we've seen his squads here. He's trying to build three different teams. He's not trying to rip one to pieces yeah, or yeah. do anything. But then you know, and that's that's the issue is that you can never limit it because Ben's got to get paid. You know, if he's getting seventy yes, grand pop, do you it. know what I mean? Like. John John alone is is good business for him, so you've got to keep it open. But you need the people to not be pricks about it, innit? and that's the issue. That's it. I think that's it. If Ben can put something in there for the transfer sort of things, where it, it spots people, the, the, yeah, the, we've all heard about it. There's certain people that do these little triangle deals between two or three sides. It's, do you know what I mean? I just, I just, just, yeah. If he could put something in there that could knock that shit on the head, I, there's, there's no problem with multi team management. Most people are. are probably doing it for the right way but some 
some are spoiling it for others, and it's it's just the way with everything in life. There's always a couple yeah, the world, that take advantage. But... Yeah, yeah. With that, anyway, John, thank you very much for coming on, mate. And no, 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 no. We'll get you back yeah, on when me and Terry uh, back. Yes, to yeah, we have, we have, we have, yeah, we have Thanks a proper for, long. Thank, yeah, this is the longest. This is the longest I've gone without seeing a hooker in my life as well. Just saying, since I've been divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Te- texting you, the agency is COVID dick allowed, and them saying no, it's quite embarrassing. Daryl, like. Daryl, <laughs> just texting and saying COVID's the least of your worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl, you are all kinds of wrong. <laughs> you are all kinds of wrong, Listen, and, and it's why we love it's, them. It's a midlife crisis. It was, it was, be a whore or buy a motorcycle. Do you know what I mean? So, what can you do? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Nathan, thank you very much, mate, as always. And Daryl, cheers, buddy. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy this podcast and we'll catch you soon.